The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand of Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it in for the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It's a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. It is the final Say It With Your Chest Friday mm. of the regular season. Oof. We are into playoff, say it with the chest Friday, starting as soon as next Friday. Mm, But mm. for now, we are going to talk about the Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. Week 18 of the NFL season is here. You know who else is here? Who else is here? Patrick Nosey Walker is here. I do happen to be here, my friend. Isaiah Stanback is here. Yes, I am. Chris Beam is also there. Whoa. (laughs) You deserve better than the price. Yeah, you definitely deserve better than that. Come on, Beamer. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Fantastic. I'm good, man. Yeah? It's freaking Friday, you know? It is Friday. Freaky Friday. Let's get it. Feeling good. Yeah. So, uh, we were talking before we got on air about the, the Call of Duty night we had last night. Oh, did you get an invite? I did not. I no. did not either. I, I was actually I, Isaiah did get an invite. He's just trying to make oh. things up. It didn't work out. I don't Patrick, have you actually didn't get an invite, I and I apologize for that. Wow. I'll, I'll make sure and send you an apology. Some. You would have loved my I'll make sure and send you some. My KDR is solid. Your contribution yeah? would have been it's, awesome, it's right? It's 1.12 right now. Ooh. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't mind zero zero. I think Beamer <laughs> Beamer's like a 3.8. That dude is really? rolling. Beamer, seriously? Beamer is next level. Uh, his nephew dude, is a little bit my, more so my, next my, level. Three my, nep- my nephew hit a 70 as... pop last night. He had 74 kills in a game. One I'm game. I'm not kidding you. It was crazy. What, what's your record, Kyle? Like my KD? No, um, uh, maximum kills. Most kills in a, in a uh, match. On this game, 35. 35. What about on... you, Beamer? Oh, he actually probably. happened like a couple days ago. It was like fifty nine or something like that. Well, we're not talking. Are we talking about Warzone? Not Warzone. Not Warzone. Non Warzone. Non Warzone. We were we were just running. We had too many people for Warzone. We had, okay. minus, we had a minus full 42. squad of six. We had D Mac was on it last night. <laughs> Barry Church was on. B Church was on last night. Yeah, y'all got to get me in on that. Yeah, I'm, we'll get, I'm, I'm we'll get it going. Isaiah shaking his head. Like I, I, we asked Isaiah to come, and he didn't. He didn't text us. You know, mouse and keyboard people. You said you had to buy the game. Are you you the PC? No, no, no. I put my Xbox controller on my PC. Okay. Mm. But he's a PC guy. You're a PC. Isaiah said, I'll I'll, I'll buy the game tonight. I want to use a a better CPU. Come on. I'm not mad. I know you're not. I I am a consoler, but I understand the benefits. I am a consoler as well, but I have a very pricey freaking computer, and I'm going to use it. I understand. Yeah, I get it. I did try to use my keyboard and that's just, too much I, yeah I just, don't too have, much. I just don't have time to try i don't have I've the multitasking that. abilities i've yeah. tried shout it. out it's to those so that hard. keyboard and mouse and because i've seen that yeah. at an elite level and that's that's something else i'm 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 not willing to commit time to that, i wish they would so. come back out with the first call of duty just to redo oh, it all that thing was awesome that'd be that was fun. the best one that'd be cool that wasn't the best oh it was that's my a conversation for my that wasn't the best one freaking bmg baby the best one is modern warfare 2 the original iteration the original iteration original black ops for me 
Black Ops over MW? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or no I like it better. In no multiverse. Well, in, my, in, my, in my planet, in my multiverse, Isaiah's, it's my opinion. Isaiah so, seems yeah. like an Infinity Warfare kind of guy. <laughs> what? Wow. That was the biggest insult he's ever thrown at you on this show. All right. For all those that aren't Call of Duty fans, this uh, is Talking Cowboys. Let's do some news and notes, shall we? Let's get the Cowboys were back out on the practice field yesterday. They'll have a walkthrough today. And then, of course, take on the Washington Commanders coming up on Sunday. Final news and notes of the regular season, fellas. Happy happy playoff time. Yeah, happy playoff. Happy playoff. Um, but before we get to the playoffs, we do, in fact, have to run through the Washington Commanders' face, as Marshawn Lynch would so eloquently put it. Cowboys injury report yesterday. Uh, as expected, Tyler Beattish remains uh, a non-participant, did not participate on yesterday. He is expected to miss Week 18, but he is expected to return with a high ankle sprain or from the high ankle sprain. Uh, to start the playoffs. Hopefully that remains the case. Kelvin Joseph, who missed on Wednesday with a tooth issue slash toothache. He was back in full capacity on Thursday. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence limited, which is not a surprise. He's been that for a while, dealing with several issues, but continues to play at a high level. Leighton Vander Esch uh, continues to participate. He was limited as well, but they're ramping him up for the start of the playoffs. LVE said himself uh, earlier this week that he is ready, feeling good, but the Cowboys are not. It doesn't seem like they're going to give him any snaps whatsoever against Washington just to preserve him for as much as possible for the playoffs. And Tony Pollard, uh, second consecutive day of being a full participant. He is, in fact, back. Uh, Cowboys are not interested in having conversations about resting anyone. Uh, When asked if Tony Pollard or how important it was for Tony Pollard to get his 1,000 yards, Ezekiel Elliott said absolutely very important, and he said he will get them. So, Obviously, you can't get him if you don't play. Pollard will likely be on the field against Washington. Speaking of Washington, as far as their injury report is concerned, uh, they only had three changes. A ton of did not participate, um, or DMPs, I should say, again for a second consecutive day. They moved running back Antonio Gibson. You were asking about Gibson yesterday, Isaiah. He has been moved to IR. So he oh, is done. It's official tank season. He is yeah. done. Um, <laughs> and linebacker Nathan Gary, who did not have a, a – practice designation on Wednesday. He was DNP on Thursday. The only person that was a participant was Montez Sweat, and he was a full participant. I don't know if he was just out there running around by himself, but it seems like everybody else has kind of called it these past couple of Quits! Days. So, yeah, that's that's the latest on the injury front from the Cowboys. Uh, head coach Mike McCarthy, I asked him specifically about Matt Farniok. How does he look physically uh, back at practice? Does he have a chance to take the field against Washington? He said yesterday, Thursday, would be, quote, unquote, a big day for Farniok. So, obviously, that doesn't disqualify him. Yeah. If Farniok looked good at with everything they threw at him, and it sounds like they were going to throw the kitchen sink at him yesterday to test him out, if he looks good, he's got a chance to start ramping up. I asked him yesterday. I got to talk with both him and Connor McGovern, and we'll we'll have a conversation about this in, in, as we get into the show. But – I. Matt basically told me that it's up to the coaching staff from here on out. He said he feels good, but he also said this is practice number two since right. he got injured right. on that, that PAT earlier in the season. So he was saying, uh, yeah, this is practice number two. So he was like, maybe it's probably going to take a little bit of time because, right. yes, there's a 21-day window. No, you don't have to use all 21 days. However, two is a short amount of time before you throw him back onto the field. However, he said – Basically, he doesn't anticipate playing. He didn't say that straight up, but he the way that he kind of sounded is that he thinks 
it'll be Connor McGovern this week, and then he'll work work into a reserve and backup role next week. You know which how will be I'd love to, to see that handled if possible. Um, you activate him because you got a spot now. Yeah, you, you do. Wave James Washington, mm-hmm. so you activate him to the roster, uh, and you you let you see how things flesh out on Sunday. Uh, and if you handle your business and this game is more or less over by halftime, early, middle of the third quarter, then you put Farniak in and let him finish out the game. So there, there's your reps for Farniak if you can execute yeah. that plan. So that for me, that would be uh, that be money. That'd be great. And it, they're not going to throw him out on the field unless the training staff Correct. says he's ready. Correct. So if he's out on the field, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a great thing, Absolutely. actually. So uh, good to see. I also asked about which one of you between Connor McGovern and Matt Farniak is more comfortable at center. And it's Connor McGovern, which kind of surprised me a little bit. Because Connor McGovern said, I've played center pretty much my entire life. High school, prep, uh, going into college, played back and forth between guard and center. And then he worked into that role, of course, in uh, a spot duty on Thursday Night Football. Whereas Matt Farniak, he played only tackle and guard mm-hmm. through high school and college. And then turned around and they basically said, hey, you're going to be a center in the NFL uh, at at the Dallas Cowboys, so it, when you when you switch positions back and forth, Isaiah, which you've done a couple <laughs> times in your career, I, yeah, how tough is that to to do? And I, I I know we've talked about offensive linemen before, but is is it like a riding a bike going back to a position, or do you have to kind of ramp back up and get back into it? It depends if you're going just down the block, or if you're going for an actual ride around through the neighborhood. <laughs> you need to. You need to get your legs back underneath you. You need to your proprioception, your awareness, your you know your expectations, right? Your anticipation, everything that goes along with being good at your job has to get back revved up. It's yeah. almost like a doggone diesel that's been sitting, right? You gotta let that thing run for a minute, okay? So if you're being interchanged, you know, every so many plays, you can't really get settled in. Mm-hmm. Fact even though you have the capabilities of playing that position. So I would say the more time that they give these individuals, these guys to to get settled in, if they are going to be snapping the ball, then let them do it. Just don't take them out. Put them in and let that be the guy for the game because they are going to need a quarter yeah. or whatever to really get right. get back into the groove. Like, okay, that's right. Okay, when I do this, I do this. Okay, cool. All right, boom. All right, I'm starting to get my senses back again. But – that's why guys don't like getting swapped in and out. That's why Nate, Big Nate Dog, hates O-linemen getting swapped in and out because as soon as you start thinking that you're figuring things out, all of a sudden you get subbed out and now you have to recalibrate again. Yeah. Um, so that would be kind of my, my suggestion on that. I, I, I mean, I, I just lean back on what I mentioned as far as what I would like to see if Farniak is available at all to play the game. You go ahead and you start McGovern. Um, at least for some sake of continuity, considering how you had to finish the Titans game with McGovern at center. Uh, and then you, you go from there, and if it turns out that the game is closer than it needs to be or is supposed to be, then, you know, sorry, Matt, Cowboys are trying to win the game. Yeah. So you keep it at McGovern. Um, but if it turns out to be a blowout like it should be, uh, then you, you get McGovern out of there in the third quarter or at halftime because you have to understand that with the expectation that uh, regardless of, of if McGovern is going to be your starting center because you need at least one more game with Beatish on the sideline or Beatish is ready to come back for Super Wild Card Weekend, assuming the Cowboys don't get the, the number one spot. Um, McGovern has a ton of value. He's a starter at either center or he's a starter at left guard. Uh, so as soon as you can, if there's a chance to pull him, you pull him. But you 
don't interrupt that up front. Like, I, I, that's why I'm not saying you yeah. put Farniak in and then after about 15 reps, you pull him and put Con- – no, you not. go with Connor, let <clears throat> Connor do his job, uh, establish some kind of fluid, uh, you know, motions between him and Zach and, and Tyler over at left guard, uh, and then handle your business. And once your business is handled, then you can start having conversations about when it's time, if it's time, who you pull, when do you pull them, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and they do have a center on the practice squad as well. Brock Hoffman is is on the practice squad, the 23-year-old out of Virginia Tech. So if they really needed continuity, there's no way they go back to the original uh, the original line of scrimmage where it's Tyler Smith, Connor McGovern, <clears throat> and then you bring a Brock Ho- Brock Hoffman in. <sighs> In, in play center to try and keep that continuity, right? No right. chance that happens, right? No. It's going to be McGovern at center. Yes. I kind of figured that yes. as much. But uh, I, have, I have worries, Kyle. Yeah? Yeah, I have some worries. It's obvious that the Washington Commanders are tanking. Okay. Okay. So as a coach, what's your approach to this game? I don't think it's changed. From Can't Mike change. McCarthy's standpoint? Nope. Is that what you're asking? I'm not talking about as far as the execution side of the game plan, all that jazz. I'm mm-hmm. talking about what's your mindset in terms of your players. Put them away. Yeah. Don't eat the cheese. I mean, it goes back to the well, same saying, conversation yeah. we had against well, Houston. I'm saying you still show up and you take care of your business, right? But, I'm, but, I, but I mean, yeah, very much so like the conversation, right? I, I sat up here and said, hey, if you go up by 30, do you pull your guys out? Yeah. It's, it's very much so the same scenario this week. Yeah. They're tanking. Call it what you want to say. People are going to say, oh, they're going to still going to show up and play. Absolutely. The backups are. Okay, they're going to show up and play. All right, and there's no disrespect; they're still in the NFL. I was a freaking backup, right? But it's not the starters. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not the starters. So, with that understood, what are you? You don't even have to communicate it, but in your head as a coach, when we get up by this, I start thinking about the playoffs and the health of my players. Yeah, that has to be a thought process. Mm-hmm. It absolutely has to be. You can't just say, "Okay, we're going to go out here, get up by a bunch, and I'm just going to keep my guys in. We're going to play it through because they need the conditioning." Like. No, because you're you're running the risk now of of losing guys off of something stupid. I agree, and, but I, I do think that there's a there's a number. Um, yes, that, for for the Cowboys, the Cowboys team that has now relinquished a 14 point lead, relinquished yeah. a 17 point lead. Mm-hmm. So if you're up 14, 17, no. you're not you haven't hit your number yet based on how you've played over the course of the season. Dirty 30. But if right, if you hit, <laughs> in, I, I'll, I'll even say 24. Okay. If you hit 24 or more, you can afford for some I think mistakes. That, I think that's, that's your a number. that's a three score lead, but eight, eight, and eight. Exactly. So they would have to get three two point conversions. Correct. That's a very lengthy three yeah. point or three possession lead. So I say 24. I, I would Say twenty four. Magic number. If you if you're up twenty four, now you can start having the conversation. But you guys agree there has to be like that oh, has I to agree. be in his yeah. head. Like, I agree. We can't. I mean, I agree. Realistically, you can't sit up here and say, "Oh, you're just going to play the guys the whole game. It's another no, game. We no, need to win." No. Okay, let's be real. None These guys are tanking. You see them tanking. Saying, they're putting guys on IR. They're preparing for the next year. They're they're trying to protect their guys right. going into next year. Okay, now where's your thought process? Right. You got to go out there and take care of business. However, <laughs> when they hit this number to that right. point. I have to which, start thinking about preparing my guys for the next week because we have a very important which game makes the following. it that much more important to not play with your food this week. Yes. You go in there, you smash them, you run through their face, you you break their <laughs> spirit early, yeah, early, tables. early, early to allow you to be able to ha- hit that Options. magic number so you can start having that conversation. What you don't want to do is play down to your competition here, and now it's the beginning of the fourth quarter, and it's only a six-point lead, and now you can't have the conversation. And now you're you're worried in the back of your mind, at least, I really need to escape this healthy now. 
because we might have a playoff game next week. So yeah. don't put yourself in that position. You're the not even just the better team, just far and beyond the better team here. Yep. Go in there, impose your will early, slap them around, and get up out of there. It, it reminds me of Philadelphia last year. Yeah. It reminds me of that game. Your seating was Very almost fair. all locked in, but there was things you needed for a win. Wow. You need you, if you got a win, it could have helped you. I don't think it ended up helping Dallas last year. I'd, I'd have to go back and look, but you need the win to start the dominoes falling, absolutely. right? And the dominoes can absolutely fall. Arizona could beat San Francisco in a world that probably doesn't, doesn't exist, exist like this one. It's probably not going to happen. Philadelphia could lose to New York. That is a little more likely, but still yeah. not likely mm-hmm. at the same point. It's more likely than yeah. San Francisco losing. Yeah. You need to win regardless. You need to go ahead and get it done. And you said slap them up. Is is it more disrespectful to slap somebody or to mush them? Slap. Slap. (laughs) You think a slap is more disrespectful than a mush? I think a slap will infinitely be mush almost sounds like a mush is like a mush is like grab your face and and yeah, push you into like that, that's not as disrespectful. And op- a good old fashioned open hand slap is still easily the most disrespectful. That's, that's up there with spitting like a like face. a Will Smith follow through. Yeah, that's almost up yeah. there. With, yeah, yeah, that's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah that's, that's almost up there with spitting in somebody's face. Like a good old fashioned. It's like just a wrist slap. slap. Is that wrist slap more disrespectful or a Will Smith slap? He brought it from the hip. All right, let's try it. So Isaiah, I, need you to, <laughs> I got I got good form too. Yeah, I got the yeah. yeah. No, I I would I, say slap in that regard. It's baseball, right? I got the load. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. rookie of the year. But yeah, so yeah. You, you definitely you want to go in there and just slap them around, and it's on their field, and you already know it's going to be a, a, a takeover as far as Cowboys fans are concerned. Yeah, you know, Commanders fans have been dejected for years, uh, and even when they weren't dejected, it was still a, a Cowboys fan takeover for the most part in that state. Uh, that's why Dak Prescott tends to play well at FedEx Field. That's mm-hmm. why the Cowboys tend to play well at FedEx Field. Um, so this should be no different except for in the positive way of the Cowboys are that much more better than this version of the Commanders. Mm-hmm. So just go up there and I'm, this game should be over by halftime, if not sooner, as far as the scoreboard is concerned. you got to get it done early. you got to get off to a hot start. You cannot, it goes back to the saying we've said all year, you cannot play with your food this now, week. Now, this is not Can to say, I do it? This is not to say that the, because let's keep in mind, and we've said it before and again on this show, uh, that that front, for, that defensive front for Washington, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, Josh, those boys dogs. are dudes, right? So you you might have some problems establishing the run up yeah. front, et cetera, et cetera. But you get a chunk play here, a big play there, and you'll start to see the spirit break. And then once you start to punch it into the end zone, that's when you can start to that's run away. On vacation. That might yeah. be one of our. Yeah, they're already PTOing right now. Might be one of our key matchups, which we're going to hit on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about who you should be watching between the Cowboys and the 49ers. Plus, we've got one final news and note. And it might be the biggest note we've given all season yes. long. When we come back, Here on Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA equal housing lender credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Little Sweets! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets says head on home. 
Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sleek, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys on this Say It With Your Chest Friday. Glad you're with us as always. And before we get into some matchups and our biggest news and note of the year. Say this with your chest. James Wright is your 2022 Cowboys fan of the year. James brings the spice to every Dallas Cowboys game. And now he needs you to help him bring it to the Super Bowl. Vote for James to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Man of the Year. So... One last new news and note. Do it now. It came across while we were in the middle of our first segment, while we were recording this morning on January 6th, 2023. Let's go. I'm going to read this straight from me in Rappaport. Do it now. This is amazing. For the first time, Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, is addressing the team via FaceTime. The breathing tube is out. He has spent the morning speaking to various teammates on FaceTime, and now he's delivering a message to the entire group, I am told. He is speaking. He is talking. He is cognitive. I mean, God is good. God is very good. And so uh, your prayers, of course, continue because he's still still working, but at least the, you could take the critical out of it, I think. It, and I'm not a doctor, but that's that's awesome. Listen, considering what we what we witnessed on Monday night and what the worst case scenario uh, yeah. even was, because yeah. his heart literally stopped, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, first responders, uh, the medical staff at UC Health, uh, the training staff of both teams, both organizations, players, coaches, just everybody's support in helping to make sure DeMar Hamlin um, not only 
was able to regain consciousness, but neurologically intact. He's mm-hmm. now breathing on his own, which was something he wasn't able to do as as early as two days ago. Yesterday, I think it was still 50 percent ventilator required. He is now breathing on his own. He is no longer intubated. He's talking fan freaking tastic. Keep going, Demar. Still got a little bit to go yep. to uh, to get out of the woods and, and get home. But you talk about massive steps forward in a recovery, and in a, only a short period of time, this guy's a fighter. This guy's an absolute fighter. Uh, and, and I'd be remiss as a parent if I didn't say, you know, continue prayers and, and positive light to his mom, and and you know just his parents as a whole, because just as a parent, I couldn't fathom what they had to go through this week. So I know she's just all smiles ear to ear. Her baby boy is, is smiling and talking. So shouts out to the Hamlin family. Your, your baby boy looks like he's doing very well. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. But, uh, he, I mean, just that's just unbelievable. Uh, I, I'm grateful for everybody who, who sent prayers up um, for him and his support team and everybody who's had a hand in the care of him. Uh, the reporters, they did an amazing job as mm-hmm. well. Um, those that have been reporting on it, they've done so with so much empathy mm-hmm. and respect for the situation. Um, I just think this has been – there's no practice reps for this. No. There's – I don't – there's no practice reps. And now, you know, in the same breath of this, in uh, the, NF- the NFL with the AFC um, – adjustments that are being made for their playoffs that now that kind of becomes the headline discussion and, and not to say that DeMar won't remain it and he will remain it going forward. So yeah. continue to keep your prayers for DeMar Hamlin. Um, but we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Um, so the AFC, there's a lot to, to unpack there for those covering the AFC teams for those trying to understand what's happening there. But long story short, there's uh, a coin toss involved. There's, you know, if, if Kansas City wins and Buffalo doesn't and neutral field, so forth and so on. But at the end of the day, the best possible news has arrived. DeMar Hamblin is awake, speaking, neurologically intact and uh, in good spirits. So I couldn't have gotten better news on Friday. No doubt. That's how you set the weekend off. <clears throat> yeah, right. exactly right. And and continuing to, to trend in the right direction. But let's uh let's turn our attention back to, to Cowboys and Commanders. I said 49ers in the last segment. I meant commanders. Ha! Somebody ha! wants revenge. I do. I Somebody want revenge. revenge. I've got the 49ers on the brain. Right, let's wait, so, please. Yeah. <laughs> let's not no. face them. I don't think it's possible we face them first Thank round. You. But Thank you. no, it's uh it's so the commanders are going to trot out the rookie quarterback, Sam Howell, in week 18. Howell. So uh, the, the rookie out of North Carolina, who actually Dallas really liked in the draft last year, um, he's, he's going to come out and really get his first real snaps against the Cowboys. Taylor Heineke uh, will we'll probably mix in there a little bit between uh, the, the beginning and the end. But for the most part, I want to know who you're looking at. From a matchup standpoint, and I'll uh, I'll start with Isaiah. Who you got? Our offensive line that we're trying to figure out versus their beast of a D line. Boom, boom, just like that. Uh, that's the reality. Scary Terry. I'd be surprised if Howell was able to have the time to get the ball off to him and give him opportunity. You know, uh, Dotson, get all those guys. Obviously, Gibson's no longer a factor. So, yeah, um, I don't foresee them having a lot of success offensively for the Washington Commanders. But I think that their defensive front is still one of the top three in this league. Um, they are com- they're complete dogs. So as we're talking about our, our musical chairs at the offensive line position, it's definitely an area of concern. And if you're ever going to be a test, 
this is one heck of a test to face this week as you're trying to figure that out. That's that's my matchup. Cowboys offensive line slash their rushing attack versus a very, very stout, stout elite defensive front in Washington. Uh, and Zach Martin said it very eloquently yesterday. He admitted, he said, we've struggled against that Washington defensive front. He admitted it. And yeah. he said, those, those guys are just stellar at what they do. Um, so for me, it, it becomes a little bit more challenging when you lose your starting center mm-hmm. uh, because earlier this season you struggled to get the run game going when you were whole. So for the most part, you didn't have Teron Smith, obviously. But for the most part, you were whole uh, and you couldn't, couldn't necessarily get it going there. Now you're asking Connor McGovern to help you do it. Uh, Tyler Smith, he's back at left guard, but this is only his first start this season at left guard after having not really taken as many reps there, you know, since training camp. So interior, you're not worried about Zach Martin. I'm not even worried about Teron Smith on the right edge. Uh, I think Jason Peters can more than hold his own on the left edge. But when you start talking about, you know, Deron Payne and Josh Allen, that interior, yeah. I'm looking at Connor McGovern and, and, Tyler, and Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith most certainly has the strength to hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's going against guys who – are masters at their base position, and this is not Tyler Smith's base position just yet. Although, you know, to be TBD, I think it's going to be left tackle. But nonetheless, interior offensive line for the Cowboys, not named Zach Martin, versus a defensive front that's just animalistic. Uh, can the Cowboys get their rushing attack off? Like, because they couldn't really do it in the first matchup. Can they do it now with some musical chairs going on? That's what I have circled. Yeah. And I, I think I'm going to move my matchup into the secondary because my my original matchup is the defensive line say with it Kyle don't switch up no I want to say I want to see what this this cornerback group has in store for Sam Howell or Taylor Heineke against Terry McLaurin we talked about it a little bit on Wednesday this is a good test for this cornerback group before going up against the tests in the playoffs I mean you're you're facing a Pro Bowl caliber receiver in Terry McLaurin. You've got Curtis Samuel. You've got Logan Thomas. Dotson. You're not, yeah, Jahan Dotson. You're not going up against Mike Evans yet, but you will. You're not going up against uh, Christian Watson again, but you will. I'm not saying Christian Watson is Mike Evans, but he did have three touchdowns against you uh, <laughs> when when you played him this season. Remember, Facts. so you've got tests coming up regardless of who you play. This this is as good of a wide receiver core as yeah. you're going to see True. down the stretch. I mean, look at any of the other ones, maybe with the exception of Minnesota. Minnesota's probably mm-hmm. that one and Philly. But, but you've know. already seen Philly twice. You don't know if the quarterback can get them the ball. And last time we faced Washington, our defensive line <clears throat> did a great job of getting interior pressure. Getting after it. They were doing a great job. I mean, Nova Gallimore had a good job. Actually, Tristan Hill did make some good plays uh, that, that game as well. Mm-hmm. But they are in Big Bow. They All our interior guys were getting through the interior offensive line. Of Washington, so unless they've made some drastic improvements since the earlier in the season, I foresee more of the same. And Sean Wright gets uh, his second career interception. Ah, little bold prediction. Yeah. Said it with my chest. Wright I like gets, it. Wright gets another. His first one was nasty. It was nasty. He climbed the ladder. He <clears> went <throat> to the pearly gates. We, we broke the read. We on. broke it down. Yeah. Go back and watch. It's on special it? edition. They, was it on special? Oh wait, it was on film room. No, it was film room. Film room. Yeah. We posted. Yeah. We posted. It. Is it posted? It is posted. It's, it's on there. Go on and check Can't out film room, room. On the Cowboys on the Cowboys YouTube page. Isaiah did a really good job. Of outlining it, but the awareness from Nation oh, in that—that's called bait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hook, line, yeah, hook, sinker, sinker. boom, yeah. killed it. Yeah, uh, I I would like to agree with you, but I think it's Deron Bland that gets his sixth. 
Oh, I'm never going to disagree. With that. That's my defensive <laughs> that's, rookie. That's my that's my bold prediction. That's my defensive that's, rookie. That's kind of my point, though. Is the receivers you're facing are really good. Mm. You're playing good Pro Bowl caliber receivers in a mm. core that's deep. Can the quarterback make the throw? We'll we'll see. I'll, I'll but I want to I want to go, go back you, on I'll, film. I'll go. You want? I'll do. You oh one man. Oh, do, no, here no, we go. I'll do you one better. Yeah. I agree. I know what I, you're going to say. Yep. Yeah. It's it's been a. It's been a few games. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? <laughs> Bland and Diggs all pull down one. Okay. If that, uh, one interception for You're all getting crazy, man. If that happens. It's, it's three interceptions. If that happens, really I'll buy breakfast on, on Monday. You hear it, right. ladies um, and gentlemen. I have a question before that we Three interceptions for the Cowboys. One for Diggs, one for Bland, one for Wright. In terms of Ricky of the Year, okay, we breakfast. all believe that Deron Bland <laughs> should be Ricky of the Year defensively. Okay, Absolutely. Is it harder to prevent somebody from scoring on you? I don't Sauce think that, by the way. Versus. Yeah. I Sauce Gardner is better. I I don't agree with Just that. I think I think Deron Bland he's playing better. He is playing better. Is he? Is yeah. it, so yes, my, he to is. my question, but is it? Is I like Deron Bland a lot. Is it harder to get five interceptions, or is it harder to prevent somebody from scoring a touchdown on you? Because that's the, that's the comparison, right? Mm. It's harder to get five interceptions. <laughs> It's it's harder to get this five is just interceptions. Me speaking from my but days. you can this have both and. I mean, Sauce Gardner doesn't have five interceptions, but he's been playing far better than you know anybody. what I, I'm going to. He's a Pro Bowler. I'm going to give you a prediction. Just, just, Here's a prediction. I'm just that's asking gonna, a question, Kyle. Here's a prediction that's going to bleed into 2023. By the time we're having this conversation at this time of the year next season, mm-hmm. you change your mind in that conversation. Bland will absolutely end up being, and not not three or four years from now. Effective 2023, because I believe Bland is going to be a starter for the Cowboys in 2023. Okay. If he gets moved to the boundary, you're about to find out why, why Bland is, in fact, mm. better than Sauce Gardner. That's not true. I'm sorry. You're going to I, lo- I love Deron Bland. And when we out. come back. No, you're going to find that's out. not true. I I love you, Patrick. I wholeheartedly Beamer, disagree. Douglas, Clippin, Sauce this Gardner, is the receipt. Sauce Gardner this is, is the, receipt. the best rookie in the NFL right now. Okay. And he's January a Pro Bowl 6th. caliber I'm player. 9.32 a.m. I'm going to hold on to this like a CVS receipt. Go for it. I, I hope you do. I'm going to hold on to it, too. It's going to be super long. You just said Deron Bland is better than Sauce Gardner? Uh, yes. And But here, here's the caveat. We got to yeah. oh, yeah. get to. Yeah, we we got to go update yeah. the standings. Yeah, we got to go to break. Yeah, we got to get All right. That's, but you But you won't realize it until Beamer. Beamer the has conclusion a of 2023. That's what gotta... I'm saying. I'm saying at the moment, <laughs> there's not enough for you to change your mind, but I'm saying that I see enough and I feel enough okay. about the situation that by the time All we right. have this conversation next January, you're going to be like, damn it, you got it. You're right. And when we come back. <laughs> I need to know where these standings are at, Kyle. Okay, I'll let you know. When we, we come back with more January, talking Cowboys, not. it's a it's a bold, bold, bold Friday. Say it with your chest, Friday. Spicy for Bland. Here, here on Talking Cowboys. Spicy for Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense 
that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. This is how we country. Country Music's Party of the Year is coming to Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. The Academy of Country Music Awards are always bringing you country music's brightest stars together under one roof. And no one does country like the Lone Star State. Like the state of Texas, witness history on May 11th. Get your tickets at SeatGeek.com. Back here on Talking Cowboys, Patrick Nosey Walker. We've got Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. All right, let's uh, let's go into DraftKings first, and then we'll yes. update some standings. So we've got Ooh, a chance for you to Dreissy. win and play for free for over a million dollars with your deposit on DraftKings.com. This is the Cowboys going up against the Washington Commanders. Dak Prescott, sixty-six hundred bucks. Tony Pollard, seven grand. T.Y. Hilton, maybe a little bit of a a little steal. We put him up there instead of CD. CD starting to cost a lot because he's been playing really well. Thirty-four hundred dollars for T.Y. Hilton. And then the defense and special teams, 3,900, which early in the season, you guys could pick the defense and special teams as your under-the-radar pick. I don't know if you – can you do that still? Can you still it do it, Isaiah? Way, based upon this graph. Yeah? This template right here. Mm. I'm going with the Cowboys defense. I think they get back on track. Okay. 3900 bucks. Yep, give me that for the discount. What are you thinking, Patrick? Yeah, I'll, I'll take the defense. I mean, I just sat here and predicted three interceptions, one for three different players. I'm not going to – I'm going to keep up. that energy. Yeah. So, give me the Cowboys defense. In this like that. Give me T.Y. Hilton. T.Y., that's a good I think T.Y. has like a, a better – I mean, he's not going to set the world on fire. He's not going to go for 100 yards. One catch in his first game, five catches in his second game. Yeah, I bet you he gets about seven, six or seven here. Seven in his third. Yeah, maybe up to we like need, 80, 90 yards. This week. Get a tutty, yeah. Give him 89 yards. Get him a major tutty. Seven catches. Why not two, Beamer? 89 yards and a tutty. Did you, did you hear Beamer? What did he say? He said a major tutty. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Ah. Only cows getting my I got it. I got you, Beamer. I got Dang. you. I can't let that one slip by. Bring home the bacon. Beamer. Again, play for free <laughs> for over a million dollars on DraftKings.com. If you're watching, you can see the graphic. If you're listening, well, you're going to get to hear an update on the standings. Can I get a drum roll, please? Uh, it's not good. It's not good. I can tell. All right. Coming in last place. Isaiah. Isaiah Stamp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'm in last still. 44 and 35 overall. One game above me at 45 and 34 is Patrick. I'm right on your heels. Mm, that's where you get to stay. Ooh. Then there's a little bit of a gap. A little bit of a gap. And then in second place is Isaiah Stamback. Dang it. All the fans overtook you. 52 and 27. And one game up in first place right now. The fans at 53 and 26. Last week. Mike in New York, the last time we picked, we didn't pick all the games last week. Last time we had somebody on, Mike in New York, who went 5-1 and one last year, might I add, went 6-0. and oh. First ever perfect week by the fans in the history of our Talking Cowboys fan representative. He was the, the one with a lot of energy Monster up from New York. He's he was, not on the phone again, is he? He's not on the phone. Make sure he's not on the phone. We're going to try and do you a little bit of a favor here, Isaiah. Oh, Because on whoever, the line right now. That's a terrible setup. Exactly. Whoever's getting on the phone. Well, Anthony in Miami is on the line, and he's looking for some redemption. He went 1-5 oh. back in week yeah, two. Look at that ant. Come on, Ant. That's so, Anthony, you're on Talking Cowboys, uh, are you ready for redemption, or are you going to let Isaiah come back and win this thing? Y'all know me, man. I'm Mr. Cowboy. I'm not James, <laughs> but y'all know what time it is. I, oh, hey. Redemption, baby. Redemption. There you go. What's up, Anthony? Glad you're with us again. And uh, We've got six games to pick. Let's start off with the one coming up on Saturday night to, def- to decide the AFC South. The Tennessee Titans on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Patrick, we'll start with you. Jaguars all day. <laughs> Give me the Jags as well to get the job done. Give me T. Lawrence. Hmm. T. Lawrence instead of T. Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony. Redemption, baby. Give me Tennessee. Ooh, mm. trying to pick up a game. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, can we have him on every week? <laughs> uh, noon kickoff. Andy, this is not how you go six and over. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's too late. He's trying to. Get hey, he doesn't. He doesn't know. He may come okay. back up. He's okay. got. He's got a. Uh, Dobbs is a quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah he let's is. Go. Sunday at noon, Cincinnati Bengals at eleven and four, taking on the ten win Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Uh, Isaiah, we'll start with you on this one. Cincy. Cincy. Uh, let's go with Anthony next. Cincy. Give me the Bengals as well. Yeah, I think the Bengals go in there and handle theirs. You're kind of wearing some orange today. Ooh, I am. A little bit. It looks good. Yeah. I like it. Hey, wh- who's, who's on this shirt, Isaiah? Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Your favorite Fleetwood band, Mac. Isaiah. I know nothing of that. I look like a dub. All right. This one's going to be fun because it's the, the tank bowl. So, the Houston Texans on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. Who can out-tank who? Uh, Anthony, who you got on this one? We're going to just set it. He's got a safe face. He's going to go with the Colts. Okay. Isaiah. Let's go Texans. Taking the Texans? I'm going to take the Colts at home. I think the Texans want that number one overall pick. Um. I think their team's screwed. Coach can't do uh, – Saturday can't do anything right, including Tank. He's going to win by accident. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, now the games that could affect the Cowboys. The Giants on the road against the Eagles. Can the Giants do the Cowboys a favor and help hand them the NFC East? Patrick? Handle your business, Big Blue. 
Giants take this one. Every time I've picked the Eagles, or every time I've picked against the Eagles, they've won. And whenever I pick the Eagles, they've lost. Give me the Eagles to win it. <laughs> I like the lot. Give me the Eagles to win it in this one, Uh-oh. Isaiah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. You I like the Giants' chances. Here. I hated how. I like the Giants' chances, but I think Philadelphia just, even when they mess up, they're still strong. Mm-hmm. So, Philadelphia. I hated how I said that so emphatically, but it was because I want the Eagles oh, to no, lose. I just, okay. I I just want to put it back out there. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, who you got? Got to go with the Eagles, although I don't like it. Got to go with the Eagles. Okay, we're not going to pick Cardinals and 49ers because I think we all know what that one would look like. But the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers Sunday night football. What did Mm. Bart Scott say? Can't wait. I don't know if I've ever been so excited about a game between two 8-8 teams. Blue and yellow. And, I mean, both teams are rolling. Both teams are hungry. Is it the Lion hungry or is it the Packers hungry? Isaiah. I think Lions like cheese, don't they? They do. Yeah, I think this week they do. I, I'm going with Detroit. I like A-Ron, but Detroit, mm. Detroit's, they're nasty. They hit. Okay, give me the pack. I'm going to take Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. They're playing too well God, right now. This is going to be a matchup. Um, Lions are being asked to sweep and keep the Packers out. Yeah. Packers are on a, a hot streak. But you know what? <laughs> Love me some Dan Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the Lions to keep Lions. the Packers out of the playoffs. Anthony. <laughs> Got to go with A-Rod. Got to go with A-Rod. There you go. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a so really, really good game. So standings good. here. I can't wait. Yeah. I, yeah, okay. We'll see. We'll see. Just looking forward well, to we're it. heading into the final matchup. The oh. Dallas Cowboys, with a win, can have a chance at an NFC East title and a chance at the top seed in the division. Pray for Arizona to potentially upset San Francisco. It might take an act of God to get that done as well. Anthony, we'll let you start this one off. Cowboys at the Commanders, 325 kick on Sunday. Cowboys, 29-23. 29-23. You're thinking it's close. Yes, it'll be close. They'll score a last-second touchdown. Okay. Who cares? Okay. I like it. Anthony, thanks for calling as always. Thanks, thanks for man. being a, a huge supporter. We appreciate you as always, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Happy New Year. There thanks, he goes. Anthony, Anthony in Miami. Hopefully he has a redemption week. For I hope him. not. Mm, you trying to win this thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll let you, we'll let you win go next. 24-7, Cowboys. 24-7. All right. Is that all Defense. You got? Is that all you got? Out. That's all. What you got? They, they pulled their guys. Ten points for Washington. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 45 points Ooh. for Dallas. 45 to 10. Run through their face. Hot yeah. water. Don't eat the cheese. Because mm-hmm. you're probably going to be seeing some cheese next week at some point. Or maybe down maybe. the line. Maybe down the line. This we'll is see. where you fine tune. This but, is where this is where you get it rolling again. 45-10 Cowboys. I'm going to say 41-20 Cowboys. 20. 40 burgers for everybody. Except for Isaiah. Isaiah doesn't eat 40 burgers. He's, are you got giving a, howl he's got a, couple, a 27. Are you giving a howl a couple of tutties, or are you giving one on the ground? Yeah, one on the ground, one through the air, and then a couple field goals. Okay. Yeah, you know. that's where I'm at. So, there you go. Cowboys across the board. Appreciate Anthony and Miami calling in, and hope you had some fun with us throughout the week. Hope you'll be uh, with us on Monday, because guess what? It's a playoff Monday edition playoffs. of Talking Cowboys. Playoffs? Wait. We finally here. We are finally here. Glad you're with us. Thanks for joining us on Talking Cowboys this week. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey, walk around Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you on Monday with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?